You're listening to The Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Charity Craig. I have had a messy life, but through the mess, I've discovered how to live an abundant life. Now, it's my turn to help you overcome your fears and discover your dreams. I'm going to challenge the way you think about yourself, others, and God. Life is way too short not to live abundantly. Are you ready? Let's pursue an abundant life. This is the week of love. This Friday, we celebrate Valentine's Day. Does anybody else feel like this holiday is anticlimactic? I don't know. Like, I just keep waiting every year for, like, my sleepless in Seattle romantic kind of gesture of, like, all the warm and fuzzies and everything's just super extra. But honestly, it always just kind of turns out to be just, like, a pretty normal day with, like, a box of chocolates. And, I mean, it could be just because our family... Matt and I's anniversary is in the middle of January, and then Karis's birthday is February 5th. My birthday's on the 20th, and so Valentine's is kind of just like stuck there in the middle, and it's like another day to buy gifts, but, you know, I thought it would still be a perfect opportunity to talk about relationships, and speaking of anticlimactic, do you ever feel like your relationships are like that? I'm not just talking about marriage relationships either. Like, it can also be, like, friendships and family. Do you ever just, like, start off with, like, so much excitement and thrill for a long and loving relationship, only to get to the point where you're, like, sort of disappointed and unfulfilled, but you just keep the relationship alive and it feels like exhausting work? And then you're like constantly feeling frustrated and annoyed that your best friend is not contributing to this relationship. And you're like, am I the only one trying to make this friendship work? Or do you like, do you ever feel like ashamed that you should be happier in your marriage with your husband? Because, you know, he's a good person, but he just drives you nuts and you just want to like choke him half the time. Sound familiar? Well, if so, you are in good company. But why do we continue to keep muscling our way through unfulfilling and frustrating relationships? Well, I believe it's because we are a tribal species. We're hardwired in our DNA to seek out companionship for others. We need to feel connected and that we belong. We have this innate awareness of the power of togetherness. So we continue to strive to find that electricity that sparks between two people when their souls align. And we get glimpses of that throughout our lives. So we're continually going through a struggle in a relationship, just hoping to kind of find that spark again. Guess what? You know what I'm about to say, don't you? You can get the spark back in your relationships right now. And it's not going to require you finding a new husband or a new bestie. I'm going to share one thing that is blocking you from having a full and happy relationship. Are you ready? All right, I want you to get a piece of paper and a pen because you're going to want to write these down. 
And there's something about the physical act of writing things down that plants the seeds deeper down into your mind to remember. So you know what I started doing? I started carrying this little journal around. Just anytime I hear something that like, ooh, I like that. I want to remember that. Or if somebody, you know, gives me a good book to read or anything like that, I take it with me. And there's just because there's something about the physical act of writing. And I know you can always do that in your notes and your phone, but I just paper and pen, there's just something about it. And I've actually begun to have one per year so that I can and then I'll go back and anytime I'm feeling like uninspired or just kind of down, I can go back and read through some of the old notes that I've written. But anyway, that's totally a side note for you. Okay. This is one thing that's keeping you from experiencing deep and meaningful relationships in your life. You change this, you change your relationships. So the thing that's blocking your relationships is that it's not anyone else's responsibility to fill your love tank. It's yours. If you're not sure what I mean when I say love tank, let me explain. There's a book by Gary Chapman called The Five Love Languages. It's in his book that he talks about the five ways people give and receive love. He calls them our five love languages. They are quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, and physical touch. And each of us favor some over the others. Like for instance, I've taken the test and my two love languages are quality time and acts of service. And Matt's done the same. His is quality time and physical touch. Well, then Gary Chapman gives the analogy that each of us have like a love tank inside of us. And as we give and receive these different love languages, your inner tank will fill and deplete. And when your tank is the most full, you feel the most loved and connected. Now, if you're familiar with this concept and love it, hold on one second before you turn me off and let me explain. I actually love the concept of the five love languages and the love tank analogy. I think they're a wonderful way to like understand yourself and your spouse or anyone that you're in a relationship with. It gives you a framework to understand your inner self, but it's who the responsibility to fill that love tank is that I don't fully agree with. He puts the responsibility on the other person to make sure you feel love and that your tank is full. And Matt and I actually reviewed the Five Love Languages couples app for Good Morning America not too long ago. And we we said yes before we knew what app it was. And so we had like three or four days that we had to use the app. And then they interviewed us asking, you know, our thoughts on it and how if this app helped us in our relationship. Well, uh, all the days that we were using it, I'm telling Matt all of my opinions about how it's not his job to fill my tank and it's not my job to fill his tank. And so I was like, how am I going to give an honest review about this app and, you know, like still keep it positive? And he's just, he's like, why don't you just tell him everything you're telling me? And I'm like, I am not going to unleash my opinions on relationship to this poor producer who's just trying to fill her two minute segment and wants to just get her job done. Um, so even though we didn't openly express our thoughts, I mean, she still was like, okay, you, you, you have a very interesting take on this. 
Anyway, if you want to watch that two minutes of our fame, um, I'll include the link in the show notes. But this is my show. So now I get to share exactly what I mean when I say it's not anyone else's responsibility to fill your love tank. If you're looking for someone else to fulfill you, that person will disappoint you over and over and over again. They can block you from feeling loved every step of the way. And I know that people will then say, well, that's where communication comes in. You need to tell the other person what you need from them. Oh, my word. You don't need me to tell you how utterly exhausting it is to constantly tell someone what you need from them. I mean, like, after a while, you're like, do I really need to tell you what you need to do for me now? Like, it seems like by now you should know what I like. So why am I having to tell you again? And then it comes to one of those things where you say, honey, I feel most loved and appreciated when you do an act of service for me. Can you please come clean the kitchen? And then your spouse comes back with, well, mine's physical touch. Can we have sex tonight? And you're like, oh, my word. Are you kidding me right now? The kitchen is a disaster. The laundry is piled up above my chin. The kids are sticky with who knows what. And I haven't showered in two days. So the last thing I want is to have sex. Now we've created an internal game of tug of war. Both of you are pulling on the other person to make yourself feel loved and valued. And who's going to win? This is when people then move into the space of, well, it's not about you. It's about the other person. So to fix this war, you must first give and then it will be given back to you. So we're taught conditional love. Give love and then the love will return to you. We're taught, I'll do my act of service for you. I'll affirm you with my words, but you better do the same for me. And almost every single time, the other person will take your acts of love and carry on with their life. Or they may actually attempt to give you back love, but it's not always in the way that you expected or wanted. And it's not out of maliciousness or selfishness or unlove. It's just that they don't automatically know how to fill your love tank. And it's usually out of unawareness. So not only are you giving and giving to this other person, now you've got to follow them around and tell them how to fill your love tank. And this is where the anger and the resentment sets in. When you're empty and you're waiting for someone to come fill you up, you now have to resort to control and manipulation. And this will show up in passive aggressive comments, outbursts of anger, and withholding your love. All right, let me ask, has this ever happened, something like this? It's been a long day with the kids or a long day at work and you're tired and your spouse comes in all chipper and happy and immediately you want to stab his eyes out with a fork and he comes over and he comes in for a hug and a kiss and you just kind of like give him the side cheek and you just keep cutting the carrots and he's like hey babe how was your day and you're like it was I'm just so tired it was just a long day and he's like oh I'm sorry and then just kind of walks away and you're just like 
are you kidding me right now? He didn't even offer to help with dinner. And then he just goes in, turns on the TV and kicks back and you just start slamming the dishes around and you're just so angry. And you're like, can he not see? Why is he not? He couldn't even offer to help. Now I have to ask him to help for dinner. He should just know. And the kids are all running around. He could at least start helping with them. They're pulling on my legs. They're asking me, why is nobody asking daddy? Why is everybody asking me? And so then you're just getting more and more and the your anger just keeps building and building until everybody starts walking around on eggshells, you know, and then one little thing snaps and your husband loses it. Like he just suddenly explodes and just comes firing back at you. And in that split second, you're fine. You're like, oh my word, honey, what is your problem? I've told you I'm fine. And so now he is so angry and you're fine. So what's happened is because his big burst of energy, even though it was negative, flooded you with the energy that you needed to be filled up. And so there was this transfer of energy and you were no longer depleted. That's why you suddenly felt better. And we actually learn this process as children. So if you have children, you've probably seen this at play. Child A starts picking on child B. And child B finally gets tired of it, can't take it anymore, and retaliates with either, like, hitting them, kicking them, screaming, like, loses it, right? Well, then child A either starts crying or comes tattles on the other child. Well, child B, because you haven't been, like, fully aware as to what's been going on, gets in trouble, right? You get child B is the one that gets in trouble. And then child A, who started all the picking in the first place, is suddenly fine. And they're, they're, they're done crying. And my kids will even call me out on it and be like, see, she's not, she's happy that I got in trouble. And as soon as that happens, I realize what had happened along that way. It's because when our energy is low, and we need to fill our tank, we spur a situation that will cause someone else to flood us with their energy. And over time in long-term relationships, frustration will grow because it's exhausting to continually find ways to spur the other person to show that they care and to come fill your tank. So how do you fill your own love tank without the other person? Now, I want to stop right here before I go on, and I want to clarify the difference between our desire for the pleasure of human companionship. This is where you spend time with another person and you enjoy a good conversation. You might have mutual hobbies. You're spending time together, and it's a, it's a pleasurable experience, right? But that's different than our deep need to love and be loved. This comes to a deeper place of knowing our worth and that we matter in our existence. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about your love tank being full. So the source of the fulfillment of our need to love and be loved is not found in another person. The source comes from love itself. God is love and love is God. The source comes from God. 
Now, if you haven't listened to my episode on the subject of God, would you go and listen to that? It's episode two, Who You Are Depends on This. I think it will really give you a clear picture as to what I'm talking about. So where do we go find the source of love? Where do we go to find God? Well, there's a scripture that says, the kingdom of God is within you. Since God is love, we can say the kingdom of love is within you. The wellspring of life is within you. The faucet was placed inside of you when you were created. And when you tap into the living waters of love, you will never thirst again for love and fulfillment from another person or something outside of you. When you're tapped into the source, you will be pressed down, shaken together and running over with love. So yes, give and it shall be given to you. Give love to yourself first by diving inward and the ultimate source of love will spring up inside of you. Now, let's go back to those five love languages. You're the one who gives yourself the quality time by spending quiet time reflecting, reading, drinking your morning coffee and clearing your mind of negativity. You're the one who spends all day giving yourself words of affirmation. You're the one who gives yourself whatever gifts you love to receive. Do you love fresh flowers? Then go buy yourself some fresh flowers and be super excited about it. Because when your husband comes home and sees how happy you are about the flowers you bought yourself, guess what he's going to think to buy when it's time to buy you a gift? And you're the one who does acts of service for yourself all day long. You like to have a clean room, then clean your room. You like your your you like your closet to be clean and organized, then clean your your closet. Do these acts of service for yourself because you're loved. And physical touch, go get yourself a massage or blowout or a mani pedi. It's in all these things that you are tapped into the source. You're tapped into love. You are tapped into God. It's these things that you do for yourself all day long that fill your own love tank. Now, when your husband walks through the door, you need nothing from him. Your cup is so full. Your love is running over all over him. He's now off the hook. And because you're so full, you're not waiting for him to give anything. You now give with no expectations. You love asking him for nothing in return. This is unconditional love. And if he spent his entire day filling up his own love tank, then he's not needing anything from you. Now, the two of you get to spend the rest of the day splashing love all over each other, enjoying each other's company. Now, I must offer a warning here. This isn't going to be an easy change in your life because you've set this pattern already, probably from childhood. So just plan on making this a lifelong commitment and understand that you will be peeling back layers for the rest of your life. And give your spouse and anyone else in your life time to adjust to the changes you make. 
They're not always going to be tracking with you at the same speed. And that's okay. Give them time. Love them. And then you just keep growing. They'll catch up with you. I promise. So here's my challenge to you. Today, I want you to open up your awareness and start paying attention to ways you're looking to other people to fulfill your need to love and be loved. And don't judge yourself for it, right? Like, give yourself lots of grace and kindness. Then I want you to start beginning to look for a way to tap into the source of love within you through the five love languages. Here's the recap. The thing that blocks a relationship from being happy and fulfilled is that it's not anyone else's responsibility to fill your love tank. It's yours. Gary Chapman wrote a book called The Five Love Languages. And in this book, the five love languages are the five ways people can give and receive love. And they are quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, and physical touch. But the problem with looking to other people to fulfill your love tank is that they can block that from happening every step of the way. The source of the fulfillment of our need to love and be loved is not found in anyone or anything else. The source comes from love itself, God. So where do you find God? The kingdom of God is within you. Every day when you practice the five love languages with yourself, you're tapping into the kingdom of love within you, filling up from the inside out. And when your cup is full, love will run over onto everyone you meet. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. You're an amazing gift to this world, and I'm honored that you spent your time with me. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know some ways that you're going to begin loving yourself first. Come on over to Charity L. Craig on all the social media platforms and let's chat. But before you go, do you know someone who would love this episode? Will you share it with them and let them know that you're thinking about them? Also, don't forget to rate and review this podcast. It will really help get the word out to as many women as possible. But until then... Keep filling your love tank as you pursue an abundant life.